the main event. Episode 15. First episode of 2019. You know what we say? Let's get it. Listening to the main event. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a brand new episode of the main event. I'm your main man, your host, your homeboy with the most. It's me, Jermaine Parker. <laughs> but you can call me Maine. Hey. 2019 January, man, I am so hyped. I'm trying to get it in. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody that's listening to the show. Without you, I mean, I would still be talking. I mean, let's just be honest. It's me. And if you know me, you know I kind of got a little gift for Gab, and I'm just going to make it happen no matter what. But Seriously, I appreciate everybody in 2018 who supported the show. Uh, we started last year in March, uh, ended up putting out 14 episodes, 15 total if you look at iTunes, cause I did an intro, uh, so I could submit my podcast to, uh, iTunes. Um, but 14 episodes, over 900, uh, downloads, uh, later 2018 was pretty good. It's pretty good because really this show was supposed to be uh, done on a weekly basis and I had some other things that I really wanted to do. And, uh, so I kind of really underachieved with my episodes last year. I really did. Uh, I think I achieved in terms of getting a little bit better every episode. I hope you think so. I hope my sound quality sounds good today. Uh, and going forward, uh, I think the content was there. I really do. Um, I did, I did have a, uh, had a good friend of mine and, uh, he sent me a message and he said, you know, I don't agree with everything you say, but you, you know, you make some good points. I'm like, uh, that's awesome because, uh, it might have been 70 or he might have given a percentage like 70% or 80%. Yeah, I, I got you, you know. And, uh, I'm like, well, good because, uh, as history has shown, uh, I tend to be in the mid to low sixties of agreeing with myself when it comes to, <laughs> it comes to things that I personally said, uh, especially as I go back and look at some of the stances and I'll talk, I'll talk briefly about that. Uh, as we move forward and stuff, but, uh, um, let me start off by saying, um, you can get this episode or any episode of the main event. Um, first and foremost, first and for- foremost, check out the website, www.themaineventpodcast.com. Uh, you can get links to all, all the episodes. You can catch up 2018. Uh, you can binge those darn things and, get up to date and stuff and uh kind of understand some of the lingo that's going down in this podcast and uh, how we got to this point um and uh i'm available on itunes uh spotify google play uh pretty much anywhere that you listen to uh podcast uh, i'm there uh same friend was asking me because he saw a post on facebook and so uh, check me out on facebook you can look for me jermaine parker there's a main event podcast, uh, Facebook page. Uh, the main event podcast is on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, so all those platforms and they all have links to the website and, um, just what's going on. In fact, uh, for today's podcast, I'm actually going to go live here in a little bit. Um, yeah, go live here in a little bit on, uh, Instagram and, uh, See who's who's on on this this wonderful Saturday, and uh, just trying to bring a new uh, different element uh, to the podcast. So, uh, in fact, you know what? I'm talking about it. Why don't we just go ahead and do it? We'll just go ahead and go live, and uh, 
we can catch uh, the first part of the podcast on uh, Instagram. So, uh, so uh, to my listeners and stuff, welcome to the main event. Back again for 2019. Uh, just started my podcast and uh, we're just talking about places that you can find the podcast. Uh, of course, on iTunes, uh, Google Play, uh, Spotify, any place really that you check out a podcast, you can catch me there. Um, also, most importantly, check out the website. Why? Because I, I pay a monthly fee for my website. So, you know, check it out. Um, <laughs> www.themaineventpodcast.com. So, um, like I was just saying, it's been a very, very successful 2018 for the podcast, put out 14 episodes, over 900 downloads of those episodes. So, uh, really big shout out and thanks to the audience and the fans and stuff who, uh, thought I had something to say and, uh, give me part of your time, welcome into your cars and your homes and to your spare time and stuff, put me on in the background while you're cooking dinner and stuff. And, um, yeah, I really appreciate it. Uh, right now I'm in, uh, Altus, Oklahoma. I'm doing some training. Um, actually, so, uh, last 20, almost 22 years between two and April, uh, been in the Air Force, been a cargo load master, started off on active duty on C5 Galaxies, uh, came back home to North Carolina, joined the Air National Guard, uh, flew flying on a C-130 Hercules. And now I am cross-training on my third aircraft as a Loadmaster, as a C-17 Loadmaster on the Globemaster. And uh, so I'm just here in Altus doing my training. I'll be here for a couple months. Um, I'll get back to Charlotte just in time. Char- well, let's shout out to Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte's about to get be lit next uh, next month. Uh, All-Star Games coming, CIAA. I'm missing both of them. Uh, so if you are uh, in Charlotte for that stuff, uh, please, please, please check it out and stuff. I'll be back in March. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy an Altus. There's not a lot out here. Uh, hey, what's going on, Henry? <laughs> um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm here in Altus and, uh, there's not a lot out here. Uh, I did, was able to find myself, a, uh, some Thai food. I really like Thai food. It's at a, uh, it's at a donut place. They sell donuts. Anti food. I know it don't sound like go together, but this is a small town. So if you got a business around here, you probably do two things. Uh, uh, but I, I, I wanted to start off, uh, the first podcast of the year, uh, by stating some of my, my goals for a podcast. And that was to come to you weekly and with my training and stuff, I'm training hard during the week and stuff. And, uh, so it's going to be on Saturdays, on Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, I'm getting me a day of rest in here and I'll put the podcast out. Um, but like I said, we did 14. I started in March. Honestly, I should have had like 30 something, almost 40 episodes last year. Um, and so I believe the podcast will grow if I stay consistent. And so I'm, I'm going to stay consistent and, uh, every week, uh, determined to put something out, uh, for you guys. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of stuff that goes on. And I'm going to hit up some stuff today. Uh, I'm going to hit the social stuff kind of, kind of quick. Um, cause I wanted to get into, I had a question I wanted to answer off my website. Um, cause I do that. If you ask your questions, I'll answer those, um, about real estate and, uh, new homeowners. And, uh, so I, I wanted to delve into that and spend some, really spend some time on that. And, uh, just a little bit on the, the, uh, the stuff that's going on. Um, so, you know what, let me just go ahead and get to it. So one of the first things I had on my agenda was, um, uh, surviving R Kelly. That's the hashtag on Twitter right now. Uh, that's trending a lot. The, uh, uh, R Kelly docuseries has come out and, um, really I'd, I, for, for a lot of that kind of stuff, I refer you back. I had a, uh, I had a podcast where I talked about rape culture and stuff like that. <clears throat> and it's in, I think it's a uh, it's a good listen. It really is. Uh, but uh, talk about artists like R. Kelly, and even if somebody uh, mentioned uh, Michael Jackson, uh, where we're we're looking at people who have been. And, and so when I talk about um, uh, people agreeing with the stuff that I say, whether it be podcasts or anything else, um, and I don't agree with myself, uh, when I look back. I remember being in Germany 
circa 2006, 2005, somewhere around there, and uh, having a conversation with a young lady um, because R. Kelly's music came on. She was like, I don't, you know, I don't mess with, I don't fuck with R. Kelly. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I mean, I don't care what he does because he's an artist and I like the music and I separate the artist from the music. And uh, as I've gotten older and stuff, I've learned that those, that really doesn't go together. Um, the artist made the music and if you're supporting, I mean, that's like um, supporting dictators uh, because they're nice to uh, small children, uh, but they'll, they'll wipe out a whole village type, type of stuff. And, you know, it's, you, you gotta understand that, uh, look at things in the totality, uh, what they are. And I understand, uh, trying to have some separation in things, but when you look at predators and especially R. Kelly, who seems to be a super predator, uh, I'm, I'm not really, uh, I can't agree with people who are still defending, uh, that guy. Uh, like I said, um, in fact, I had to look up and see exactly what episode that was. Um, I had to look up and see what episode that was, but that was uh, that was kind of a big deal. Um, and I, talk, and I, like I said, I addressed that, the whole rape culture stuff. Um, our women need our protection and stuff. If you saw the, uh, there was a viral video where this guy attacked this uh, young lady at uh, McDonald's over a straw, couldn't find a straw, and he puts his hands on her and stuff, and. Um, my first thought when I saw that video was like, where's the, where's the grown man, uh, that was supposed to be grabbing him by the neck and choke slamming him to the ground and stuff. Like, why would you, I don't, why would you put your hands on a woman like that? And, and we need to do better, uh, about how we protect and how we look after our women and stuff and how we stand up, uh, when we do see, uh, things. I saw another video where this woman, uh, this dude just, uh, is like punching this woman on the street and stuff, evidently because she rejected him. And women have to live with that kind of fear and stuff. Again, I, whole podcast on it. I'm not going to spend uh, a whole bunch of time on it, other than to say I saw that shit and this shit was fucked up. Um, but um, I, I, so my my main topics for the podcast uh, have been and will be about leadership. And now I got my real estate license about real estate. So I'm gonna end it off with the real estate. I'm gonna jump into leadership stuff because it's a new year, new me. That's, I'm kidding. I'm staying with me. Uh, but new year, we got new leadership, uh, that just got sworn in, uh, the Congress and stuff. And, uh, with that being said, we're in the middle of a government shutdown. Now, this is particularly, um, uh, close to me because uh, a lot of you know, and for you don't know, uh, I was full-time federal technician at the uh, North Carolina Air National Guard for about 10 years. And so I, I went through the shutdown in 2013 and stuff. Um, I started doing some contract work 2016 um, until last year. Um, but um, I was a GS employee. And part of the reason I, I chose to be a GS employee because um, their security. I mean, guys have been working in that guard base for years. They come there, they, re- they work, they retire, you know, and it's stability. Um, because as, uh, when I started doing contract work, I was getting paid more than twice as much as I as I got there as a GS employee, which is why it's, it's hard to retain uh, talent uh, in the federal government. Uh, a lot of people look at uh, these GS 17, 18, whatever they are, these six-figure uh, uh, guys and stuff, and that's not most of your federal workers. Most of your federal workers are not sitting back on these big salaries and stuff with too much money and stuff. They're average people who are just trying to take care of their families and found government work either because of their service that they uh, they want to have um, more um get back more than they could in the private sector or, you know, whatever led them in to the, uh, to federal service. Also noting that a large portion of those people are veterans. Um, but this whole shutdown is ridiculous. Um, I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to get too deep into politics, but more the leadership of, of the shutdown and that's, uh, you, you gotta be able to, at some point, um, stand up for principle and for what's right. And, 
I, I guess my point is, is that the Senate actually passed a bill uh, 100 to 0, and you just don't get uh, – I don't know how you get better than 100 to 0 um, <laughs> to to fund the government and keep it open uh, until February. And what that basically would have done was it uh, would have allowed the new uh, Congress that's now been sworn in uh, a little, little over a month uh, to sit down and come up with some bipartisan uh, ways to keep the government open for the rest of the year. Um, in my time in the federal government, uh, I, I think maybe we operated with a budget twice. Everything else was a continuing resolution. Uh, which basically means that we, we're not going to agree on anything new. Uh, we're going to keep it like it was because we're still fighting. Um, and uh, our government is a imperfect, uh, perfect model for democracy. Um, and what I mean by that is, is that it doesn't work. It's it's actually not designed to work fast uh, because big decisions should not just be. It shouldn't be the whim of um uh what the people want today it should be based on long term st- strategic leadership and thought um with that being said today people want to eat and pay their bills and stuff and it's ridiculous that uh you're using people and their families and stuff as uh pawns um uh, it's not just the federal employees it's the people who contract with the government they're not getting paid so they're not paying their employees um uh, right now, what you're seeing, uh, TSA is actually having people around the country who are calling in sick. Um, because what happens in the shutdown is there are some people, some jobs that they deem to be essential. Um, because the government, no matter what people tell you about the government, um, <laughs> it, it is essential. You just can't get rid of the government. Um, and I will say this, a statement by... Um, President Trump about keeping it closed for months and years is preposterous, um, simply because there's a checks and balances that the 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 whole issue here is that um, Republican leaders have said that the president doesn't want to sign a bill that doesn't have anything for his border wall, and that's fine. I'm not going to get into the politics of border wall and what I think about that. Uh, what I will say is is that uh, there's a checks and balance to. Um, our system and the president can't you can make bills veto proof and uh so what's happened is is that the house has come back uh under democratic leadership and they basically uh paul ryan who was the speaker of the house um uh pre thursday the 4th of january he was the outgoing speaker he refused to bring the senate bill which had been passed 100 to zero to a vote uh, because the president said that he didn't want to sign it. Um, not because it wouldn't pass and it wouldn't be veto proof. In fact, that's the reason he didn't want to bring it to a vote because it would have been veto proof and the president couldn't have done anything. Um, so here we are two weeks later and the house under new Democrat leadership has taken up that spending bill, approved it and sent it back to the Senate. Where they uh, not not more than two weeks ago, a little more than two weeks ago, approved the same bill, and now Senator McConnell says, "Well, I'm not going to bring it to a vote." So here's your leadership thing: um, 800,000 federal employees, their families, contractors, um, not just them, but the people that they owe money to, the financial institutions. Um, our border agents, our um, TSA agents, our um, <laughs> is it Jimmy Sealy, uh is our is our um, controllers, um, uh, our flight controllers out there. Um, there are a lot of things out there that depend on federal money. Um, and but most importantly, it's the people. And so, when you're doing anything about leadership, one of the things that you really have to focus in on is, um, I, I know being principled is one thing, but you got to do things for your people. And if you're not looking out for your people, then, I, then you're not really leading. I mean, that's just me. Um, you know, again, that 70, 80 uh, percent. You don't want to agree with me. That's fine. Um, you don't have to. I don't all the time, so 
Uh, I don't expect anybody else to just roll over and agree with everything I got to say. But, um, like I say, I, I just thought that that was uh, – I, I think it's silly. I think it should end. Uh, they, they sent back, like I say, uh, pretty much the exact same bill without me reading it. Um, but that's what they're saying. They're saying that they sent back the exact same bill. So it is what it is. Um, what I what I really wanted to do uh, today and spend a lot of my time on today was talking about, hey, it's Tom Jackie. Hello, Tom. Um, <laughs> I wanted to respond to uh, a question I got on my website. And so I'll just read the whole comment. Um it's from LaCrista Poole, and um, it's from my last episode before the end of the year. Um, she's like, hey, the past, present, and future concept enjoyed it. Points you touched on regarding leadership growth may help me look at managers and supervisors who work with me differently going into 2019. Could you do a podcast um, on first-time homeowners and being financially stronger or to become a homeowner? Enjoy the holidays with your family. See you in 2019. Um I appreciate all the comments that I get, uh, whether they be on the website or guys are texting me or sending me, uh, direct messages. Um, and so it's, uh, that's really what I wanted to focus on today was, was talking, uh, talking about that, you know, first time homeowners becoming financially stronger. Um, and how do you get that done? Um, let me, let me say one last thing about the leadership thing before I move on to that. I was just thinking about that because, uh, uh, in a, whether you are, um, whether you're at McDonald's or whether you have your own business, whether you work for a, uh, 500, uh, level business, whatever your position is, uh, when we all talk about leadership stuff, there's always somebody who kind of fails in that leadership, if you will. Um, and there's, uh, there's always going to be voids in leadership and instead of complaining about it, uh, fill the void. Uh, th- that's probably one of my number one things for positive outlook for 2019 is that a lot of you are taking some disgruntledness from 2018 trying to bring it to the new year and going forward and stuff. And life's really short. You know, I addressed it before, you know, I lost a cousin right before the end of the year, uh, more importantly, um, my second cousins, they lost their mom. Um, life is really short. I mean, she's less than 50, 50 years old around there. Um, and it's holding on to negative stuff, uh, especially when we look at our leaders and stuff. And this kind of applies to the whole shutdown thing, too, um, is that if there's a problem and you don't like it, organize or there's probably somebody else organized. Look for an organization. Join an organization. Make your voice heard. Be the leadership that you want, basically. Uh, it's so easy just to sit back and complain and say, man, they're not doing this and they're not doing that. Um, as we see a lot of freshmen, uh, congressmen, and freshman senators that, that are coming in, uh, there are a lot of people from different backgrounds who said, you know, enough's enough. Um, I want to be the leadership um, that I, I don't see. Uh, I'm going to fill the void. So in 2019, fill the void. Make sure that you are taking control of your situation. Um, and that really does kind of lead into what I want to talk about, home ownership and stuff like that. Um, and so the the biggest thing to me, uh, I'll join with Krista I'll, I'll address her directly because she asked the question. The biggest thing for me when we're talking about uh, home ownership, uh, for, especially for first-time buyers and stuff, is credit. You got to be able you got to be able to afford the house that you wanna uh, you wanna buy. And maybe that's maybe that's really where you were going with that is like some uh, some ideas and and things uh, for credit. Um, I will tell you this: um, I see some interesting things on the internet. And Lord, don't believe everything that you hear on the internet. Hell, I'm on the internet. I wouldn't believe me. Um, the I, I see a lot of people talking about how they can eliminate debt without basically paying off your debt. 
I don't know how. I, and quite quite honestly, I don't even know how they plan on making any of this shit happen. Um, other than you pay them money and they'll make your debt go away. Um, I really hope we haven't got to that point in our lives where we're just that damn stupid. Um, if you take out a credit card and you don't pay it off, your credit will suffer. If you can't get your credit together um, by repaying your debts, that's it. If you've done number one advice um, for credit is, is number one, don't. Um, and when I say don't, don't overextend yourself. Um, don't uh, seek uh, credit where you don't need it. Uh, and that's like store cards, like Old Navy and JCPenney, if they're still around. Uh, wherever, um, my mama does my shopping for me. So I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, those, those kind of things, Jiffy Lube. Do you need a Jiffy Lube credit card? I'm sure they have one. Uh, and I'm sure it's like a 26% or 29, 30%, 32%. I mean, something outrageous. Um, you pay more in interest to your credit cards than you do in your taxes. Um, so, if if you if you're thinking about buying a home and stuff, um, you've got to, your credit has got to be there. That's that's the number one thing. Um, so every uh, every agent knows a mortgage broker. Just do. Uh, I work out of the uh, Keller Williams and uh, University, and we have Movement Mortgage right there in the office. Um, I I got a broker that I can go to anytime. And, you know, if you need approval and stuff, there's so many loans out there. We can probably get it for you. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you this. If you get like a 400 credit, which I didn't know was possible, but evidently that's 500. That's the thing. Um, it's not going to work. And quite honestly, <clears throat> if you got that kind of credit, you got some other issues, too, that you need to um, you need to shore up. Um, so... One one of the first things, if you're talking about a major purchase, and the homes are like one of the biggest things that you purchase, um, that you need to really consider is sitting down with a financial advisor. Uh, if you are if you if you already know that your credit's messed up or you suspect that it's messed up, that's probably my first advice to you. If you don't want to say, well, I I, I don't have any money, how can I do this by myself? Okay, well, so we're going to talk about how you win today. Um, <laughs> so, uh, in, in terms of goals and stuff, um, when you're, when you're goal setting, uh, so you want to buy a home, so you, you goal set. So what's the, what's the thing that I want to do someday? So you have a five-year goal and I know you're like, Oh, Jermaine, you said five years. I want to buy a house like next month. Uh, you know, rarely can you take years to get into a bad uh, situation, a bad spot, and then somehow get out of it very shortly however long it took you to ruin it it's probably going to take you that long if not twice as long to fix it and that's just me being honest um so you want a five-year goal and you want based on your someday goal in this in this case uh, uh a house and and there's nothing saying that you can't um once you lay it out you can't move up timetables and stuff as you start seeing success um so for your five-year goal, you got to have a one-year goal. Um, so that, what's the one thing you can do this year that will help you for your five-year goal? And then you got a one-month goal. Your one-month goal is what's the one thing I can do this month that's going to help me towards my one-year goal? Well, then it's the weekly goal. Okay, well, what am I going to do this week that's going to get me to my monthly goal? Then your daily goal. What's the one thing I can do today? And then you're right now. What can I do right now? And right now, the first thing you can do is you can change your attitude about money and about uh, your financial responsibilities and kind of look at things. Um, how do you get an elephant one bite at a time? How do you fix your credit one card at a time, one payment at a time? Um, and I know it's the holidays, and so I'm going to give you some very unpopular uh, things um, that you can do. Um, you can stop buying gifts for people. Uh, you obviously don't have it. And, but when you do and you get straight, uh, you can start up again, but it's Christmas. If you spent, 
if your credit is less than 600 and you spent more than $600 on your Christmas, uh, you probably fucked up. Uh, that was probably something you could have done to pay off your debts and increase your credit score. Um, uh, eating out. God, it's so wasteful. Uh, learn how to cook. Literally, uh, learn how to cook. You, I, I'm not the, by any means, I am not the greatest chef. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to turn around. This is my little, uh, kitchenette area that I have here in my, uh, my room. Not very glamorous. Not at all. Don't let old people start playing with cameras. Um, but, um, so instead of going out to eat a lot, I cook most of my meals in here. I got, I got two burners over there and some pots and pans. And I got an extremely small sink, but it saves me money. Um, so cut back. Those are treats and stuff. So when you're talking about your goals, what can you do today, uh, what you can do right now, you can start uh, getting your mind right and start thinking about the ways that you can cut back on the things that you're spending on because your money's going somewhere. Um, if you're in a place by yourself, maybe you need a roommate. Maybe you need two roommates. Uh, a lot of you guys who listen to the podcast before know that uh, I've driven for Uber. I hadn't done Lyft, but I, I dr- uh, drive a little Uber here and there. Um, I actually thought about doing it while I was out here in training, but I wanted to dedicate my time to my training. Uh, plus, uh, there's actually, in Altus, Oklahoma, there's one Uber driver. One. And you think, so, well, Jermaine, you should slide in there. Um, I'm almost I'm almost scared. The way Uber works for drivers is that you get a call on your app that says that somebody wants to get picked up. doesn't tell you where they're going. And here in Altus, what I'm afraid is I would be doing a lot of from here to Lawton, Oklahoma, which is like 45, uh, 50 minutes away. And then from there, I might end up, okay, see, I mean, it's just, I'm not trying to travel the state of Oklahoma, um, uh, for a couple bucks. I, I'm just not, um, and that's why I'm cooking my food in here. I'll find other ways to cut it out, but you can just kind of find other ways to, to, um, look at what your pay is. It's just a budget. You got to come up with a budget. So that's your today goal. You know, right now, get mentally strong. And say, hey, look, I'm gonna make a change in 2019 because I got this five-year goal. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be in a brand new house in five years. Um, so look at those goals, uh, set them up. But like again, you got to come up with a budget. You got to have um, some solid goal setting. Um, and your five-year plan is one day by day. You're gonna have some losses. You're gonna have some good days and some bad days. Understand nobody's perfect. That's one of the things that I always say uh, when I um, talk about, when we were talking about earlier uh, leadership and some of the things that I've thought in the past. I was, I was talking about R. R-, R- Kelly and uh, him being a serial pedophile. Um, and years ago, uh, where my mindset was, where I still wanted to listen to the music, and I just kind of ignored what was going on with him in his personal life. But if, I, if I'm buying, I'm supporting his music and stuff, then I'm supporting his personal life. Um, but anyway, you can change. I've changed my outlook on that. You can change your outlook on how you deal with your money and stuff. Uh, understanding that uh, the things that you're doing, you can't separate them. You have to look at them in a, in a total view, uh, how you're going to move forward and stuff. Um, uh, for a lot of people, you've you got to understand that the way that the – the U.S. and capitalism is set up. It's set up, it's set up for landowners and it's set up for business owners. Um, and so, uh, when I talk about things like, um, Uber Lyft, um, I mentioned his name earlier, Jim Seeley. Uh, he does vending machines. Passive income. Uh, passive income is awesome. If you're gonna win today, you need to look at ways where you can set up yourself for passive income. So a lot of people who are getting back their tax money. Oh, man, don't quote me. I think because I, I actually talked to Jimmy about his uh, vending machines and stuff. And I want to say a vending machine cost him. He's got the new, you know, card reading, you know, all that good stuff. But I want to say a vending machine, it cost him less than ten ten thousand $10,000. But I want to say it was like a six thousand, six to $8,000 somewhere in there. And I know a lot of you like kind of rolling your eyes if you're listening to this and you're going, 
Ah, I don't know. I mean, how much money you make off of any machine? What's passive income? I mean, really, you 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 invest in the machine, you find a location, and you just restock your machine, and you come collect your money. You get a good location, a couple machines and stuff. It's really good passive income. Um, you know, it's just these were what we what we call monopoly rules, um, where location matters. Um. So when I'm talking about land ownership, businesses or passive income, location matters. Um, you got to know the rules. Um, like I said, tax code is set up for landowners and businessmen. When you look at like a lot of these congressmen and stuff or the, the politicians out there and they don't want to show you their tax returns, it's not necessarily because they've done anything illegal. They just don't want you to see how they've abused the tax code to their benefit because they're businessmen, and that's what they're supposed to do because the tax code was set up for them to do such a thing. Um, that's why it's kind of disingenuous when people were like, oh, they pay this much in taxes and stuff. I'm like, no, they don't. That's their starting rate before they start hitting you with all the deductions and incentives that the tax code has for you. If the idea was is that if I made $200,000 and I was paying way more in taxes than somebody that made $6,000, I mean, why even? Um, but that's not what happens. You're able to show laws. So I, one, one of the reasons I got my license was is that, guess what now? I'm a business owner. I got a home office I get to uh, take off. Um, I, I mean, th- there are just so many write-offs that are available for you. Um, the, the biggest thing for business owners, I would tell them, is if you're going to go business for yourself, Make sure that you are a a good bookkeeper, or B you have a good bookkeeper. That's it. Um, it you don't have to do it. That's the crazy thing. You don't have to do anything illegal. It's already set up for you to achieve through the tax code. They want you to own land and own businesses, and that way you can get back. So all these people who are crying about um, uh, uh, proposals for taxing the wealthy and stuff. The reason that they try to tax them so high is because there's so many loopholes, it actually kind of brings them down. When you start taxing uh, businesses and business and people, wealthy people, the same as you tax poor people who don't have a business, and, and making kids isn't a business. <laughs> Earn income credit is not the – and I know there's some people out there who, who get back, you know, a couple thousand dollars um, because they have kids and stuff, and they don't earn a lot of money. And uh, you're like, well, I don't really pay taxes. You, you do. Uh, you loan the government your money. Um, businesses, however, get away with it uh, because they'll pay quarterly uh, taxes or annual taxes and stuff, and they won't even loan the government their money. Uh, and then they'll get a tax break where it's like, well, you didn't give us any money, and now you're not going to give us any money. Congratulations. You kept your money. You played the game well. Um, so know the rules. Um in fact, I saw Josh Knight uh, join on live and stuff. Um, uh, his wife, um, CPA, the great job uh, doing taxes and stuff. Um, I don't know why I'm drawing, drawing a blank on the tax service. I will put it in a, in a link. Um, but if you're if you're looking if you're in North South Carolina, you're looking for somebody to do your taxes. Um, uh, his, his his wife does a great job at that, and I have to link them in. Uh, expensive assets are not always the best. Again, this is monopoly rule stuff. So when you're talking about home ownership and stuff, understand that um, you know having big cars. You, you, what what do you want? You want a big car? Or you want a big house? Uh, you kind of got to make that decision about what you're going to do. Um, so. You got to look at where you're putting your money again, but that's in your budget. Um, You know the uh, the Dave Ramsey model of paying off your debt and stuff is that you snowball it. So let's say that you've got four things: you got five, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars individually worth of debt. Uh, You attack the five. Once you get done with the five, whatever you were paying in your Monthly, let's say that monthly file was a rotating bill of like $150, but you decided to take some, you decided to 
stop eating out. Uh, I'm not going to the movies. I'm not buying Christmas gifts. I'm, I'm going to uh, get a change jar. I'm going to make sure, you know, I'm, I'm packing my lunch. I'm doing all this stuff, and I'm going to take this extra money. Instead of just paying that 150 I'm going to pay 400 and I'm going to attack this debt and get it taken care of and stuff. And you attack and knock it off and stuff. So now what you do is you take that 400 and you add it to what you were paying to your 10 and you attack that debt. And then you take, so, so let's say that that was $300 a month, so now you're paying $700 a month towards the 10, and you attack that debt. Well, now you take that $700 after you get done with that, and you go towards the 15, which was, you know, let's say 400 uh, So now you got $1,100 going to that 15, and you knock that out, and that's how you snowball, and you attack your debt and stuff. Again, not a financial advisor, but as, 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 a, as an agent, um, your finances are important. Uh, your dreams, because that, that's really at the end of the day, uh, if you're going to go to a real estate agent and you're seriously, uh, like my friends, my friends want to look at a house. Okay. If I'm not doing anything, sure. Show your house. Um, but if you're serious about going to a real estate agent, it's a business. It's my business. You're not going to waste my time. I'm going to get you pre-approved because that's going to tell me how much house you can really afford. And so your finances are so important. And, and like I say, so if you're a first time, uh, homeowner, any serious real estate agent is going to try to get you pre-approved before they, we might show you a couple of houses before it comes back, but we're not going to waste our whole time with you. Um, because I'm not going to show you a house for $350,000 when you go only afford a house for $180,000. That's ridiculous. I don't, I don't care what you want at that point. It's what I can put you in. Um, because my fiduciary duties to you are to make sure that I do what's best for you. And I, I'm not going to waste your time really. At the end of the day, I'm not really going to waste your time. Because if you can't see, if you, you know, why show you a house like that? Um, so you want to know those rules uh, for finance. You want to make sure that you're setting your goals uh, appropriately. I hope, uh, Krista, that kind of answers your question uh, about the home ownership and why that's so important. Um, Christina, what's going on? Uh, so for anybody that's joined, uh, if you had a question, I'm, I'm willing to answer any questions on the live, uh, that come up. But, uh, like I say, it's, it's 2019. I'm going to be doing this, uh, podcast on a weekly basis. Again, uh, focusing on some good leadership, uh, advice. Um, this week I really want to focus in on the real estate stuff because I got the question about it. And, uh, I, I, I'm trying to, um, like any agent, um, you don't have to do me. Um, you, you can, obviously, if you're looking for something, but it's all about education. Uh, I think that's the, the biggest thing, especially for first time homeowners is sitting down with one-on-one with a real estate agent and getting educated about what the market's doing, what some, what your realistic expectations are. If we were talking a year ago in the North Carolina market, um, there were guys who were listing uh, homes and they had them under contract, uh, easily within, uh, 72, four, 48 to 72 hours. Um, if you do it this January, it's just not the same. You, you might be under contract two weeks or you might be under contract and, um, uh, a month, month and a half. Um, the market's changing and so, Whenever you're looking at home ownership and stuff, make sure you, you consult with a, a real estate agent so they can tell you what the market's doing and give you some really good uh, education and, and information for you so you can make a, the best decision. Like maybe if you're trying to sell your home, this just isn't the time to sell your home. Or um, because what happens is is that the market changes sometimes um, rather unexpectedly and kind of quickly where your friends have been uh, selling their homes um, I had a, a friend of mine, a uh, real estate agent, and she listed a home uh, for a guy new. She listed it, and he was on a contract 24 hours, had the house sold in uh, about a month. And But the the month afterwards, when people were like, oh, well, I mean, I can sell my house, and their house sat around for a little bit, and they got a little disappointed. Uh, you just got to understand that, you know, the market changes. What's going on, Brad? Um <laughs> but um hey uh 
I'm going to end the, uh, the live portion of the podcast. Thanks for everybody that kind of tuned in for a little bit. I'm going to do it every week. So every Saturday you can expect to uh, see me go live in the middle of my podcast. And I uh, appreciate you all. And uh, I'm going to finish up my podcast. Uh, strictly audio now. So, like I said, every week um, I'm going to go live for a little bit during the podcast. Um, maybe not the whole podcast. Man, I don't know. Maybe I will. We'll see. Uh, I've got uh, I've got some plans for for 2019. Like I said, I, uh, I've been talking to a couple people about uh, coming onto the show. Uh, that was a real big thing last year. Uh, what really it amounted to was some scheduling. And the fact that uh, I had some stuff to learn, and one of those things are cut editing, uh, where I can actually interview people um, and then insert the interviews into the podcast. Um, and I guarantee you the first time I do it, it's going to be crappy. Um, but, I've been <laughs> but I've been working on it. And so uh, the biggest thing that I can tell people for 2019 is your biggest, biggest investment is going to be in yourself. Read something, learn something new. Uh, if you're out here and you want to be an entrepreneur, uh, there are so many things out here. Um, I talk about real estate because, uh, as I said before, real estate just connects to so many different things. Uh, if I'm selling you real estate, that means you need furniture. Uh, you might need a carpenter or electrician. Um, there's so many industries that are built off you know, HVC. There's so many industries cleaning, uh, lawn care, and you can be an entrepreneur in, in any of those areas and still service uh, the quote-unquote real estate aspect. Um, so uh, the the big thing that I would say in 2019, if you hadn't already done it for your for your goals at the end of the year and in your planning, uh, a lot of people talk about re- New Year's resolutions and stuff. And so I'm not really a, you know, most people break resolutions. Uh, we're not talking about goal. We're not talking about resolutions. We're talking about goals. And like I say, that five-year goal, uh, that one-year goal, that one month goal, that one week goal, the daily goal, what can I do right now, breaking it down, trying to figure out how that all interconnects and how that leads you to where you want to be. And it's for everything. So it doesn't have to be uh, necessarily uh, your resolution, but your goal setting. Um, because the, the idea is that if you want to succeed five years from now, you got to win today. So my motivation for you is, hey, man. When the day sees it, you've, you've got so many opportunities. Um, if, if you have your health, you have an opportunity. I'm just telling you, there's so many different things that you can do. Open your mind. Stop saying there's things that, wow, I'm, I don't want to do that, and I'm not willing to do this and stuff. That's the defeatist attitude and stuff. Uh, my very first job uh, was cleaning in bathrooms and stuff. Um, um, Nancy Nolly. Um, wonderful woman is at my church. She had her own cleaning company, entrepreneur. Um, and so she had a bank that she cleaned for and she let me clean and she hired me to clean that bank. And then my second job was working for, uh, Southern building supplies, um, the Southern building cleaning, where it was, it was a cleaning company and I cleaned more toilets. Um, and so don't ever think that something is, is, is too big or too, uh, or too low, I should say, uh, for you to, to be involved in, uh, a lot of these jobs and stuff. Um, you know, I, I'm, I probably said on here before, a lot of people are looking at, well, well, you know, mom said I had to go to school, so I'm gonna get myself a $6,000 worth of debt and I don't really know what I want to do. And, and I didn't plan on a job that was going to be able to pay back. Now I'm complaining about my student loans and, now I've kind of, you know, don't do that to yourself. Why? Go to community college, get your literature license, uh, apprentice for a little while and go make your money. Um, there are so many things that you can do that don't cost you 20, 30, 60, 80, a hundred thousand dollars worth of loans and stuff, uh, and debt before you even start making money. You start making money today. And that's kind of the key. A lot of you are sitting there and you're thinking when I, with the segment when I'm talking about, um, your money and attacking your debts and stuff. Well, how can I do that? Because I'm, I'm doing this and, or I'm not doing this. 
hey, uh, a lot of you are standing in your own way because you're saying, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And I'm telling you right now, you're not going to ever, ever, ever get to where you want to be trying to hold on to who you are today. You cannot. A lot of people are like, well, man, I don't want to change. Okay, well, then you don't want to change your attitude, which means you're not going to change your income, which means you're not going to change your zip code. Um, you're right. You can. You don't have to change. Um, you'll still complain. We, 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 the rest of us wish that you, if you didn't change, that you would stop complaining. Um, but get out of your own way. Figure it out. Network. Talk to people. Get out of your comfort zone. There's so many different things out there. And the, the crazy thing is that people who are really successful, these leaders, because it all comes, comes back together and stuff, these leaders and mentors out there, there's people out there right now, if you want, if you, if you just use the internet instead of binge watching uh, a season of your favorite uh, show and stuff and take that same 12 hours and dedicate it like you're dedicated to Netflix to educating yourself, investing in yourself, figuring out the people out there who want to help you in the areas. There's, if there's an area that you're interested in, somebody's interested in it too. Figure that out. I mean, and, and that's the thing too. It's about how much you want it. I can't want it for you. You've got to want it for yourself in everything that you do. You've got to want it for yourself. Set your goals. Set your mind. Set your attitude. Those are the things that are going to help you win the day. Again, 2019. This is going to be a great year. I'm so happy. (laughs) I'm telling you. We are going to take over. 900, a little over 900 downloads of the podcast last year. Uh, I, I'm going to put out an episode every week until I get 900 episodes before the end of the middle of this year. Uh, we're going to double up the numbers from last year. We're going to increase our uh, viewership. We're going to increase the audience and stuff. You know what? I'm glad you guys found me first because you can tell your friends about it. So subscribe, like, share the podcast if you will. We're going to have more great stuff coming to you. Lots of great conversations and stuff. And mostly, it's just me. Anyway, it's your boy. Wishing you a wonderful 2019. Enjoy. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. And you're listening to the main event.